everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama podcast is a podcast for moms in the trenches of motherhood. At some point, we will define that for you. I don't really know what it is, but if you feel like you're losing your mind a little bit, a little overwhelmed, a little tired, a little happy and then sad and then happy again, yeah, this podcast is for you. Um, I am the owner and founder of Latch Mama. I have six children. Lindy joins me most days, who is uh, my friend, also the lead designer at Latch Mama. And today she is eating pretzels while we podcast um, because we've been going back to back with meetings. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the 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 in-laws, the topic of the in-laws. I think that heading into the holiday season, it's probably a good topic to talk about. Um, And we will go from there. You're listening to Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt, busy mom of six and owner of LatchMama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. We were on a podcast this week. It's kind of funny. Um, We were on somebody else's podcast and um, it was very planned and it was very like agenda oriented and they like told us beforehand what we're going to talk about and they told us these like little segments that they do throughout their podcast. Um, I felt a little like a fish out of water. Yeah. It was good though. They were easy to talk to though. Oh, amazing. Definitely planned, not like ours, but very easy conversation. Yeah. It's just interesting that podcasts can be different. Um, Hi. Hi. So we're not recording on a Monday today. We're recording on a Thursday, which is almost worse than a Monday because we did after hours last night. And after hours takes me like so after hours is a Facebook live show that we do show. How <laughs> you like that? Um, that we used to do every Wednesday night um, at 9 p.m. And we don't do it anymore mm-hmm. every week. We do it sometimes. Um, we did it last night. And I think I'm just so introverted that like 10 o'clock rolls around mm-hmm. and then it takes me until like midnight to fall asleep. And then last night I had to go check on a sick goat and it was just a whole big thing. And yeah, maybe Tuesdays will become our day. Maybe Maybe we'll get so on top of it. So like we did the hundredth episode giveaway last week, um, which was really fun. But our podcast shot up in the actual shot up meaning like not very far because we don't really try very hard with the podcast <laughs> because we have a lot of other things to market that actually bring revenue into the company but it it's shot a up win. it shot up it's almost in the top 100 of parenting podcasts which <laughs> to somebody who likes to win all the things sounds very <laughs> sad um but i saw it jump up 100 spots and i'm like oh my gosh if we're almost in the top 100 if we can get it to shoot up another 100 then we're going to be up there at the top but it's really kind of funny because it's probably a lot easier to beat like you know 300 to 200 like whatever than it is to get up to the way 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 top but i think we might try a little bit okay. so guys if you're listening to this and you like the latch mama podcast talk about it tell your friends subscribe I don't really know. It's another one of those algorithm things like everything else in my life. And how many times a day do I say algorithm? Because nobody understands them. I think they're put in the world to make marketing minds crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Nobody knows how the Apple podcast stuff works. No, but one day you will win TikTok. Um, I've (laughs) got to try TikTok to win TikTok. I'm currently trying Instagram. So go follow me at The Latch Mama if you do not already. Um, I actually try over there to try and make The Latch Mama page a little bit better. We will actually talk about our topic today. But, you know, anyways, I want to win the podcast game. So okay. um, random, like always, um, should I turn this heater off? <laughs> um, probably. Let's turn okay. it off. It's a little loud. 
Um, hi and guys. I'm back. Okay. So <laughs> we're going to talk about in-laws. So I won, I will say, till hopefully I don't have any in-laws left, that I won the in-law jackpot. So I sometimes have a hard time with a lot of the conversations that are happening in the group. Not because I don't understand that parents in general and in-laws can be really hard. Um, but I have amazing in-laws and I also, my parents are, or my husband's parents are divorced, which means I get bonus in-laws, mm-hmm. which is really probably, it was probably a very traumatic event for him in his life and probably one that he would not like to go through again. But for me and his yeah. wife, coolest freaking thing ever because you I have doubled it. I've doubled it and I have two healthy individuals who are no longer married, who are now married to somebody else. So like, it's great and they're both happy and they're both so different and it's a yeah. completely different experience for my kids with both sets and they're loved and celebrated and I'm loved and celebrated and it's way rad. Yeah. How are your in-laws? I'm so you have in the a same similar thing. boat. Yeah. They're both, yep, divorced for a while. So um, my mother-in-law is amazing, probably the biggest heart and giver I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, And my father-in-law is, he's just a really cool down-to-earth dude. Yeah. And his wife, Pam, is pretty amazing, too, as we've gotten to know her, like, over the last, like, might it be nine or ten years or so. So, yeah, it's, It's, it's awesome. It's really, really cool. I mean, I think any time that you marry and, like, when you marry somebody, you marry their family. Like, I mean, case in point, I was engaged prior to marrying Eric and the idea of marrying into that family would keep me up at night and make me like sweat because it felt so dysfunctional to me at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it stressed me out. And it probably, I don't know if it triggered my own childhood stuff. I mean, that was years and years ago before I really had any insight on kind of who I was and where I had opportunity for growth and stuff. But um yeah, didn't marry him. And I think probably part of it was because I could not envision my life as part of like his family. Is that bad? No, I think it's honest. Yeah, I look back and obviously like now they're separated and it's, I don't see some of the chaos Mm -hmm. uh, that I just wasn't sure what to think of or do with back when we were dating. And when we were dating, So when you were dating, his parents were still married. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. No, I was 18 and okay. he was almost 21. Like okay. that's when we met. And so like we dated for four years. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> You're fine. His parents got divorced while you guys were getting like, ma- like before you got married or after you got married? After. After you got married. After. Did he go explore that and work through that at all? Or like, he's, was it he's just- done some, but he's very aware of because I, I know really, what the truly, word is. It, I really, truly think that I don't want to get too kids. much into like therapy stuff, but I think that it affects kids whether they're what? 20 oh, it doesn't matter. And or they're 12 when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've talked to him before. And I mean, it's not. But either way, he said that they almost got separated when they were in high school. OK. Um, And they didn't. And they stayed together. And I asked him, I'm like, he's like, it, it wouldn't have mattered when it happened. Um, yeah. It's still it still can affect you. But is it cool watching them heal as separate people as they have kind of gone through life yeah. in terms of his parents? And- I don't know how much healing has, or work has been done, to be honest, but it's a much healthier 
place now, especially since my husband is in a healthier place with it. Um, So, so yeah. Some of the questions that we get in the group a lot are like, what happens when I bring my kids over to my in-laws and maybe there are different rules or different things that happen that either don't happen in my own household or aren't part of how I remember growing up and Mm -hmm. like suddenly you have this relationship to navigate where you're those kids parents but then you also want to be respectful towards right the the other (laughs) side and I think that like I'm sure it was hard for me at the beginning I think for me I have just kind of eventually accepted the fact that they're going to most likely love me like my parents love me and that I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the best I can. And mm-hmm. I mean, this sounds bad, but take it or leave it. Like, you know, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be respectful. Right. I'm, but at the end of the day, like I'm doing the best I can. And if they can't right. see that, then they can choose to be part of our lives or not. Right. Does that, I mean, right. Sounds, and then you can, yeah. you can also choose where and how much, uh-huh. um, time you would like to spend in places yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's fascinating but I think it took me a little while to get there and I think where people sometimes struggle a little bit and I kind of see it in some of the posts in the group is that we are sometimes afraid to show our imperfections maybe to somebody who we don't know well or maybe somebody who is not you know built to love us they're just Mm -hmm. loving us by association or something I agree And then I think it's interesting to see how that kind of relationship like ebbs and flows when you don't have children. So Mm -hmm. kind of, I mean, obviously it starts before you have kids yeah, or maybe not, I guess it could be different, um, how that relationship is. And then I think when you have a baby, Mm -hmm. I mean, like I was completely out of whack and you want to like, Mm -hmm. I can do this and I can do it well and I want it done my way, but Mm -hmm. you know, learning some grace and the things are going to be okay. And as I had more kids and then like we're done having kids and it's actually kind of interesting. I could probably sit and really think on the dynamic changes as like family grew and things changed and all of that. But it's just, I don't know. Like I, I feel like they have brought, such a cool bonus to my life like when Mm -hmm. I like I knew I was marrying into a family like I knew that there's like you know extended family that would become Mm -hmm. part of mine but honestly some of the coolest memories that I have Mm -hmm. over like dating through having babies and stuff my in-laws are part of and like so many amazing endearing things that just like light my heart up you know like when start when you start to reach like mass chaos and like parenthood and stuff and like the big stuff Mm -hmm. that you thought would really matter in life like big vacations or this or that really just stop mattering and it's like the little things you start appreciating in people like my my father-in-law so eric's biological dad Mm -hmm. um he is one of the quirkiest I would use the term weirdest people that I have ever met in my life. And it was a little, it wasn't offsetting when I first met him. He's like uber smart. He has like a theology. I think I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I think he has a theology degree from Princeton. He has a law degree from Georgetown. I think he was starting med school until like Eric's mom was just like, dude, time out. Like let's, (laughs) let's figure out some direction here. So he's normally like kind of in the clouds. I don't know if you've seen Eric when he gets there. Like he's just very like out there, but he takes photographs like nobody I've ever seen take photographs. I didn't so know that. Every sing- 
No, 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 not from like no, 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 oh. not from like a creative <laughs> standpoint. It's like it's like paparazzi <laughs> standpoint. It's like every single time you turn around, okay, Clay or Pappy has his phone in your face, okay? okay, and so it's just constant. And at the very beginning, when I was worried about like Pappy, you can't take pictures of me, like Pappy, like I. Mm. just stop like I don't have makeup on or Mm. like whatever but I can tell you to this day some of my favorite moments of like pictures that I have of me parenting have literally been taken by Pappy just because he is just so set on the fact that like life is magical and that and that is there like a Pappy photography folder do you have like a shared folder does he just dump them all in yes and then every time after we're together my phone blows up for about three hours because Pappy just keeps sending me all of the pictures that he took like it's I love it it is adorable but the problem is he passed it on to his husband to his son so eric is also like mr sentimental and now Mm -hmm. apparently it's genetic because nathan is mr sentimental it's just a very weird like collector type of thing they're not really hoarders but they like to collect Mm. things but pappy collects memories but it's really cool because it's such a cool bonus like my dad's not like that my dad doesn't even know how to work an iphone you know but pappy is just there with the latest technology just snapping all of the pictures, all of the time. Um, I, know, I love it's super it. Sweet. That's really um, cool. But your mother-in-law has, like, she's the sweetest woman I've ever met. Um, yes, she would. If I let her, she would feed and like deliver food like every day. She like <laughs> but she lives she, all the way across town. She lives about twenty-five minutes away. Yeah. She would just give and give and give and give. She'd give her organs. She would give like. <laughs> That is just her heart. And as I've we have gotten to know her over the years, I try to fill that bucket yeah. back up. Yeah. Um, but that's just what if something's needed, if you need her, yeah, she will be there. Like no questions asked. Not even like, oh, what are you doing? Like, but yes, I will be there. So not to get too deep on this, but we talk about this often together as a friend. So I'm kind of putting you on a spot in the okay. spot here. But like, do you think in some ways <laughs> sorry this is gonna get too deep <laughs> i'm gonna phrase this so you can go in whatever direction you want with this but okay. how do you think, nervous how do you think she mirrors your relationship with your mother like where does she fill in places that like your mom shows up with dinner versus your mother-in-law showing up with dinner how does it feel different because i can tell you all day long how that feels different to me because mm-hmm. i've thought about it because there are nights where my mother-in-law shows up with dinner and i worry about the house being clean or the kids being polite but there's also this certain comfort that comes over me because of some Mm -hmm. other reason I don't know like there's a connection there that maybe I don't necessarily that not the same connection I have with my mother Mm -hmm. whereas my mother makes dinner and that's chaos and the kids are out of control and I don't worry about the house Mm -hmm. being clean and stuff like that it's just it's interesting yeah I think I have the similar some probably similar to you um my mom's i mean my mom's incredible she is a huge giver and all that but they're two very different personalities Mm -hmm. um one has a huge heart full of all the feels Mm -hmm. a simple card will have her in tears um uh, my mom i think we have a little bit different of a relationship not as emotional um you know sure we both have our issues so i could see if my mom came for dinner um, absolutely love, love to have her. The kids would be excited. We'd all be excited. 
Um, but some of my insecurities would come yep. out and yep. wonder, is she judging my counter? Is she judging my laundry? Um, my mom has things in order. It's how she loves it at home. Yeah. If I go visit her at home and I put my, my bag on the counter I, and I go find a kid, I come back, it will be gone. It will be tucked into the living, <laughs> into the laundry room. And she'll say, Hey, I, I just put your bag over there just in case. Um, so I love her. Um, and then, you know, my mother-in-law will show up with dinner and I would probably expect her to stay for mm -hmm. a while. Yeah. Um, she's just big love and emotions and mm -hmm. chaos, but like good, good chaos. I think she's okay with more of the mess. Yeah. Um, they would both probably offer to help with something. My mother-in-law would not let me clean up. Yeah. Um, I think she grew up doing that. So those just, I mean, they're yeah. kind of random thoughts it's, and things, but yeah. they're both incredible people, both very different. And I don't know so, what it is. I mean, I think that we just both got probably really, really lucky because we do know that there are some really some tough, hard situations, really, really hard um, in-law situations mm -hmm. out there. People who maybe haven't, you know, done the work themselves or, you know, are still, mm -hmm. you know, super emotionally attached to their child that you marry. And they're really hard to navigate. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So we're not absolutely, absolutely we're not discounting no. that. But and we have had some of those moments. Uh -huh. Be completely honest. Uh -huh. we, we we have, and I'm sure there will be more yeah. down the road. Yeah. So. Um, I also married into a family that didn't have any girls. So there's oh. three boys. So I How's think that, that different. That, well, I think that that just kind of plays into the, I felt a lot of responsibility. I think when I first married Eric, because um, I don't know, he's the oldest boy. And you know, what is that? What does the female look like that marries in and mm. who's going to take care of everybody when they start to get sick? Because <laughs> I mean, Eric's, I mean, fine, but he's a dude, you know, like what, like what, like what yeah. is my role going to look like mm. eventually? Um, and I don't know. I think I do take on that role, especially on his mom's side in terms of just kind of the planning of the holidays and gathering the three sons families together and making sure that like kind of information that may be happening on the outside of whether somebody is sick or having surgery or something mm. is disseminated out. So kind of, I kind of take on that role. I think sometimes, um, but I don't know. It's been really cool. Like, I think it's it's fun to allow like his mom went. I went to like the running of the brides, which was this thing that the Filene's basement used to do, which is a, like a, we like an old you department put a store. On and go run? No, like they open oh. the, they open the door and all of their like sample gowns and stuff are all over like hung, hanging up. And so they, good deals. Yeah. Like okay. good deals. Like my wedding dress. Is that where you like, got yours? Yeah. Well, yeah. But then I bought like five more because I couldn't decide like eventually. Uh -huh. And then I ended up wearing the one that okay. I got that night. But we literally slept outside. Um, I don't think she spent the night with us, but it was my mom, my best friend from college and Lynn. And, uh, it was like one of the coolest memories. And I also remember, um, we were going somewhere. I don't remember where we were on the train. I don't, I don't remember where we were going. We we're maybe yeah. we were going to Philly. Maybe that's where we were going. I don't know why I would be watching. Anyways, we watched the business of being born together, which, she had had babies at home. Ironically, bizarrely, we ended up using the same midwife, like, which is crazy because it was 40 years apart. So like she had one of like my midwife when 
she first started practicing in Richmond and Lynn's, Lynn had moved from Kansas. So Eric was born and Eric's brother was born. So she had her youngest son with the same midwife that I ended up having five of my babies with. Whoa. So yeah, so it was, it's really, really cool. Like it's a really, really cool special bond. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yeah. So Nancy helped birth Eric? No, 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 no. Ethan, the youngest one. I know. Isn't that incredible? I know. Not a lot of people know that. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Okay. Um, so, but there was like 40 years between yeah. them, which is crazy to me. But it's also really, really rad that Nancy, this is also another like, little crazy thing. So Nancy helped Lynn have Ethan yeah. at our house. So at our Brandermill house. Okay. Okay. And then 40 years, no, 39 years to the day, she helped me have Catherine at the same house. <laughs> So exactly the, the same date, exactly the same everything. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Um, but yeah, I mean, there's cool little bonds that happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also hard to navigate. She is a little bit fancier than I can portray at this point in my life. Um, of course, I would like my walls clean and I would like, I remember the first time <laughs> So Nathan had like <laughs> terrible colic, like terrible colic. And Eric and I finally got to go out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And I remember texting her from the bar. Uh, we were at like P.F. Chang's or something. And I was like, how are things? And she goes, they are fine. And I was like, Erica's like, things are not good. Like, we have got to go home. And then like the next text was like, do you have any wipes? Well, I knew that there were wipes somewhere in the house. I had uh-huh. no idea where the wipes were. Like, I was like newly postpartum, like Aww, kids. Like, yeah. I was exhausted. I was like, when I can't find them, I just wet a w- wet paper towel or something. And I remember like this moment when I sent the text and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if she's ever going to talk to me again. Like it was just <laughs> such an imperfection, like moment of imperfection yeah. before I was like ready to be imperfect about mm-hmm. anything. I still thought I could do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Just like, it's such a cool bonus in life. Yeah. It's sometimes hard. Like it is hard. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's Absolutely. sometimes I feel judged a lot, um, mm-hmm. but I do know that they love me, which I think is, is cool. Yeah. How do you deal with boundaries? Do you have any boundary navigating issues in terms of like the kids or opinions or do you just kind of say yeah you know I'm trying to I'm actually struggling to to think of a specific incident that I actually remember and maybe because my postpartum mom brain just forgets a lot but I do think over time we've had to kind of have some some tough conversations that have you know have come up and try to navigate through them whether it's let's just say like Christmas day or Mm -hmm. something like that and where I don't I don't have the desire to go to one stop two stop three stop Mm -hmm. and split the day into three two and a half hour chunks and say okay your time slots up like we got to move on like it's hard to navigate some of those things and having those conversations and and I, I think so, we're probably, my opinion is I'm very far removed from those years where I didn't have a voice, where I just kind of went with the flow and just kind of right. sucked it up and did mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like at this point, I'm going to do what I want to do and what's best for the family. Right. And I think that they probably would have always respected that. Mm hmm. If I had had my voice, but I feel like they respect it more now, but I don't think, I think the respect has always been there. Yeah. Um, I think I'm just better at kind of voicing what we need as a family at this point. Agreed. Um, I mean, my in-laws just moved over. Eric's mom and stepdad just moved across the river from the West End where like their church is, where everything is literally just to be closer to us and to help us, which is like 
such an amazing gift. They're going to have a great relationship with the kids. I mean, they already do. Um, but it's, it's just so rad. Yeah. And like, I remember my grandparents and I was in college when my grandmother died. No, 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 no. I was working when my grandmother died and then my grandfather died like after Eric and I started dating. But like, I don't remember them enough that I discount the time that my kids spend with them. Like, and Eric and I do it all the time. We're like, your grandparents are going to die one day. And like, we're just black and white about it. Like, right. Whether you want to stay in the basement and play video games right now or whether you want to mm-hmm. go over to their house, we're making this decision for you. You're going over there. And it's yeah. so funny because it's just like learn from them, learn from them because they can give them just mm-hmm. like everybody else in life such a different perspective yeah. than we give them. Yeah. So I grew up in South Africa and but both sets of grandparents were. I mean, it, it was at least one was a flight or mm-hmm. like a not seven to nine hour drive. And the other, it was the same thing. So mm-hmm. we didn't see them and have access to mm-hmm. grandparents like mm-hmm. my kids do yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And it's a big thing for me. Um, I don't think I would ever choose to move away from them just for whatever reason. If it yeah. was an absolute, we need to do this for the financial reasons to support our family. Mm-hmm. We need to take this job or whatever. Um, I'd be like, okay, I understand, but I will probably do anything I can to stay mm-hmm. close. And yeah. I respect my parents' decision mm-hmm. of wanting to get a family out of said turmoil that mm-hmm. was South Africa at the time. And it probably still is. Um, so I respect that, but you know, I didn't really get to, partake and yeah you know gain that yeah. wisdom and that time and um from them and I still vividly remember my dad's parents would live in this really like high flat building in okay. Durban and you can yeah. look over the beach and oh, kind of like yeah. the weird and and this is like my seven to nine year old brain of what yeah. I remember I'm sure it's different but um kind of like the shops and things like that and it overlooked this old element we I call it elementary um yeah. it's like a primary school where my uh-huh. dad went to school okay. there and we would kind of watch and the kids were yeah. in uniforms but I vividly remember they had this kind of veranda okay um it was like a, what we would call like a three season or something mm-hmm. like that so you could slide open the top but we would sit out there and he had a few little trains but he would just sit and talk mm-hmm. and he would talk about the school and he would talk about the army and he would talk about this and That's the beach awesome. and whatnot and yeah. at times I thought it was like really boring yeah. but I have these vivid memories of it and my grandma had this little candy bowl that we were yeah. allowed to take and it was the little strawberry ones like yeah. just it's and so, cool. so when I think of just what my kids have to today like I I just always want them to enjoy spending time with their grandparents and really like still to this day like 14 and 12 year olds like they really do love it still and And I still tell them I'm like I really hope you don't lose this yeah because I didn't have as much time so and I think where this like kind of draws back to the in-laws is like it's not always going to be easy it is not Mm -hmm. always going to be easy to navigate it's not always going to be easy to find the time or to deal with (laughs) feeling different maybe not as relaxed as you do with your own parents or Mm -hmm. following the rules or what whatever whatever that other set brings to you um and I'm not saying sacrifice your mental health or change your bad your boundaries or anything but watching those magical things that can Mm -hmm. make your partner who they are you know because those people for the most part raised most of our partners, you know, right. like, and I can see moments where Eric's with his dad or Eric's with his mom 
and Eric has this thing is like his mom will bring over dinner and it's so nice because she also normally cleans up the kitchen and I'll go put the kids in the bath and then I'll be like it's bedtime because Eric puts the kids to bed after the bath Mm -hmm. Um, and Eric will just be sitting in the kitchen with his mom while she does the dishes now Mm -hmm. if I had literally picked apart the things with Eric's mom that are hard for me and there aren't many of them at this point but and said, hey, you know what? Your mom can't bring over dinner. It's been a long day. I do not want to deal with this. You know, the house mm-hmm. is not clean enough or whatever. Um, they wouldn't have that moment. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's all so darn complicated. And yeah. it's so messy. And it's just all also connected. Yes. Whether it's us or whether it's with the grandkids. Yes. And, and the other parents can trigger stuff in you that your own parents do. <laughs> like, it's just, it's a freaking mess. But then again, what in life is not a mess? Yeah. I've just started to like just embrace the fact that it all it's is. all beautiful and we're all supposed to be connected in some way and just to lean into the discomfort sometimes because sometimes the mm-hmm. the greater good and the memories and stuff will be better than that moment that you feel like you'd rather just be braless on the couch in your pajamas. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks guys. Bye.